Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, the the voice of an awakening world. I love that. The voice of an awakening world. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for the hour, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host rock star heather (laughs) hi heather welcome to the show hi i'm excited to be here you know it's been so fun getting mail from um the listeners and we really love your emails so please feel free to email us and just tell us how you are and how um and how you're working the law of attraction these days especially with our wonderful teachers abraham um you can email us at everyday attraction at unity online radio dot com so but we really appreciate all the folks who have written to us and uh, and just said that they're here with us um playing and learning and evolving and uh and heather and i have been doing this show in some some late nights so we're late night girls on the radio which feels kind of fun and leading uh, maybe we'll just be on that you know that leading bleeding edge of metaphysics here and <laughs> it feels right to do that it's, it's like half in and half out because you know being a hypnotherapist i'm always talking about when you're conscious and unconscious and it's like we're right there on the edge <laughs> yeah well it's that allowing it's that pure opening up or i don't know what's coming but here it comes you know <laughs> and i think that we're learning many of us to um to tap into that more often and not just uh you know on sundays you know we're learning to to be open and aware and not have to plan so much but know if we're present in the moment that we'll be guided as what to say or we'll be guided uh, as to what to do. And, um, you know, I, I think it was you that said to me, I can't remember when it was or how or the context of it, but it was something like, you know, I, I don't respond to uninspired action. Didn't you tell mm-hmm. me that? I don't take uninspired action. Or yeah, something I don't like take that. uninspired action. I love that. I don't believe in. I think I said I don't believe in taking uninspired action. I love <laughs> it doesn't that. mean I don't do it. It just means I don't believe in it. It's kind of like a manifesto of sorts. It's kind of rocking. <laughs> but I, I love that idea of, of really um, being guided by source moment to moment and, and allowing that energy of source to be our inspiration, to work off of the idea that um, that it is already done in consciousness. You know, can we really walk that talk of, of believing that, um, oh, here's my favorite thing that I heard. Uh, from Abraham, uh, as as many of you know, if you're listening to it the first time, we are we are really really exploring the leading edge of of law of attraction, and we do that via different teachers. And um, 
we call them channels is one word, but more they're just people who have opened up to their broader knowing. And our favorite house channel, if you will, is Abraham or Esther Hicks as she opens up to her broader knowing. But in the Abrahams recently, um, in a recent workshop, they had said something that has just really got me thinking so deeply from another perspective. They said that manifestation is an illusion. Really what's happening is everything is already done and what happens in alignment and conscious alignment is that you realize what you already have or what has what that you what you've asked for is already here. So mm-hmm. really what we're going through is walking through uh, realizations. Mm-hmm. We're realizing what what is already here and, and what we've asked for. And um, it's only in that uh, resistant state that it doesn't appear real. So I just I thought that was just such a great way to get out of the sort of manifestation grind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've got to make it work, you know, and I got to make it happen. Or how do I get this? You know, how do I work my vortex, which is such an oxymoron, right? You can't do that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when the first time I heard them say it's already done, I was like, oh, that's a relief. I don't know what that means, but it feels good. (laughs) But no, but then I was excited. But then I thought, oh, but then I have to raise up energetically. My vibration has to be high enough to receive it. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I have to do my work. (laughs) You didn't tell me that part. (laughs) Exactly. But I think really what, uh, what they keep saying is it's not about what we're have to do but what we have to stop doing Mm. you know it's like that shedding of the skin we have to stop releasing that thing that keeps us from you know from being that buoyant cork floating happily along the water and the journey of the waves you know and I think that that's really what I, I love to think about too is this idea that you know we are um simply high vibration and it's only some of these uh little momentous sort of uh, belief systems that can can clip that and not for long not forever for sure um but it is our it is really a process of releasing more and more and more and doing uh less and less when it isn't inspired i think it's really a brave thing in our day and age of busy 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 if you're busy therefore you are i'm busy therefore i am right yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine saying to someone, um, haven't done much today, just haven't been inspired. <laughs> you know, they think you're crazy. But um, but we know that when it comes to productivity, I mean, if you're really serious about being a productive being, then alignment is the only way to go. Because yeah. it is the most productive. And you actually had an experience today, we were talking about just before the show started, about you know, ease and flow and letting it happen and um, having to do with moving. Tell us that story because, you know, everyone knows if there's a place to be resistant, it's when you have to move. Well, and for me, it's moving, it's downsizing. So for upsizing, you're like, ah, just take everything. There's plenty of room, you know, but I'm going from a five bedroom house with a garage to a three bedroom tiny condo with no garage. So I'm like, got to get rid, got to get rid, got to purge, 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 which feels great. I love purging. Yet there's like, okay, who am I going to give this stuff to? So I've been selling things on Craigslist. And last weekend I had a garage sale, which was funny in its own right because I had never been to one before. Oh my God. You wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You haven't been to a garage. No. I love you, Heather. 
Oh my god! I've never been to a garage sale, but but we decided to have one. So I'm calling up my friends, like, how do I have a garage sale? Because I've never been to one. So all a bunch of my friends came over and they helped set it up and everything, and it was really fun actually. Um, I didn't know how much to sell stuff for. You know, I'm like a dollar, a dollar. Everything was a dollar. Um, so. <laughs> Um, we found a bunch more stuff and this Saturday we're moving and my daughters are like, let's have a garage sale on Saturday. And I said, we're moving on Saturday. And they said, well, we'll have the moving truck come in the driveway and then we'll line all the stuff up around the cul-de-sac and we'll have the garage sale at the same time as we're moving. And I'm thinking to myself, heck no, I don't want to do that. That does not sound inspired to me. It does not sound fun. But if you guys want to run the garage sale and you want to do it all by yourself, that's fine with me. So we started this huge pile upstairs. We just threw everything in a corner not organized, not bagged, nothing. So I put this thing on Craigslist and said, we're having a garage sale this Saturday and just threw it out there. And within probably a couple hours, I get an email from this guy who says, I'm not going to be in town this weekend, but I'd like to know if I can come and buy all the things that you have today. (laughs) (laughs) So he shows up with a van. He looks at all my stuff, gives me cash and he sits here and bags it all up and carries it up and down the, and down the stairs and down the stairs. I mean, he was literally sweating when he left. I have cash in my hand. He has all my stuff and it's gone. <laughs> Darling, that was not a guy. That was Jesus <laughs> the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank you very much. That was and an he- angel. That was an angel sent from on high. That was part of your spiritual entourage, honey. That was not a real guy. I got to tell you. <laughs> I guess what he does for a living, he he sells um, CDs and tapes to churches and stuff. And he, I said, oh, you were an answer to my prayers. He goes, are you Christian? He got all excited because he's like, are you Christian? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. And I try to explain to him. We are on the fringe. We're, yes. pra- we're practical fringy. <laughs> it was love. really, really cute. I love that. And I, and I do think that when we can uh, let go and let God, which is, I think, one of my favorite unity sayings, let go and let God, that those kinds of miracles can happen. And they are little miracles, but they really, I think, help fortify. And I love that where they fortify your faith in knowing that you can get where you need to go from where you are. It's okay where you are because you can get there from there. Mm-hmm. Um, the all paths re- lead to expansion, you know, and I, and I think sometimes we get caught up in, you know, how can I do it right? Or if everything's going wrong in my life, what am I doing wrong? And I think there's a little bit of metaphysical malpractice, and we're actually really going to focus on this this hour. Uh, the fact that contrast does not mean things going wrong does not mean you're out of your spiritual path. We are sent here, or so I've been told from our friends, um, our expanded friends, Abraham, that we've been sent here to mix it up. We're not here for a feathered nest, as they say. We're here to have the contrast, to launch what they call rockets of desire, to get more clear on what it is that we want. But here's the key part. The key part then is releasing the contrast that births the desire and going with the vision, going with what has been asked for and saying yes on a vibrational level. That is that third step of creation, you know, really allowing that which you've asked for. And and I really think that, you know, we're we're trying to hear that in a new way. Um, we're trying to really have faith, capital F, faith, that that is how it works and to um Here's the, okay, hold your breath. Enjoy the contrast. Ah, can we go there? Can we, can we, in the midst of it? We can go there. (laughs) 
in the midst of it, can we say, hmm, wonder what's going to go on here? You know, some days I can do that. Other days I'm like, what is this? How could I possibly have called this? But I think as we begin to kiss the contrast, as I like to say, in the word, in the, in the sense that get up close to it and see what it is that's trying to serve you. Um, my friend Janice always talks about the fact that, you know, it's on the, just on the other side of the resistance that your unfoldment, that your, that your greatest desire is trying to reveal itself through you. And it's through the, through the doors of contrast that we find out where we're pinching ourselves off, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where else yeah. would we, we gotta, we gotta. Well, and I always that. think about the, I always think about how close laughing and crying is because I, always thought they were at the far ends of the spectrum. And then I realized they're just right on, they're right the same. You know, you could be like crying one moment and then laughing the next moment. It's so true. I love that. It really is true how close it is that releasing of resistance, which happens on both sides, the releasing into joy through laughter and the releasing into um, whatever it is that that next level of emotion happens when you when you allow yourself to just give yourself a good cry. Mm -hmm. Um, They are transition points, you know, where we start to see that. There is movement. And I, I think what's, what's so exciting about being in metaphysics and understanding um, this philosophy, as well as many of you do who are listening, is that we can begin to then um, decide what we're going to do in the moment. We stop living by default. We stop living in reaction. We start to really decide where we're going to point our focus. Um, we start to discipline ourselves. And I, I, I say all the time, I used to hate that word because I thought it meant exercise. But really, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here comes a discipline. But what it really means is to be a disciple of, to really truly have that faith that says, if I move my mind into this direction and I say no to that which I'm not wanting, to that which is plaguing me in its consistent emptiness, if I say no to that, um, and I shift my attention to that broader self and I look for that broader perspective and I search for positive aspects, even in the darkest hour that um, that spirit will show itself, that my spiritual entourage will reveal itself in such a fluid, elegant, gorgeous way that there is no mistaking that we are never alone in this, that we truly have um, an opportunity to enjoy the ride a bit more than I think sometimes we do. I know that I can get caught up in the details of the drama, you know. Of course, we're humans. <laughs> yes, that's the fun part. <laughs> Makes it more interesting. It does. But what I love remembering is that spirit, source, broader, broader knowing has more of a generalized energy of unconditional love and wholeness and completeness. And that, you know, I love moving back to that perspective. I like to say sometimes that, you know, when we go so deep into the contrast and we're so buried in the details of our contrast, like what did he do and she do and how did this happen? And, you know, we get so buried in how do we get here? I love this idea of just moving back and they, you know, Abraham is talking more and more about this concept of going general, going up to the nosebleed seats and getting another view and taking a breath and stepping back and saying, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know where or when, but it's really not my work. My work here is to know that all is truly well, even in, in the midst of the chaos, and to watch for those, um, you know, for those guys who show up and buy all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Total and complete alignment. Well, that's the theme of our show this hour. We're going to talk about love and the contrast in the middle of it. 
and how we can actually begin to understand that uh, when things are going wrong, they're actually going very, very right. <laughs> and if we can hold on to that perspective, the rightness will reveal itself much quicker. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Heather and Ray deep in the night of metaphysics here. <laughs> uh, you're probably listening to it on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Heather and Ray here on Everyday Attraction, where we make the law of attraction real and edible and delicious. And this week we're talking about Really allowing contrast, which is kind of a big word for things going wrong <laughs> from our perspective, how we allow when things go wrong to to be an opportunity for grace, to be an opportunity to see that we're still being guided, we're still being um, shown the way, and that oftentimes when contrast happens, when things go in a way that we didn't expect, that what might actually be happening is our broader self is guiding experiences so that we can expand to the truth of who we are. And I know for a long time, you know, this work is always evolving. This work is always changing and always becoming more and more clear. And there was a long time when I studied metaphysics and specifically Abraham that I thought that when things were going wrong, I was out of alignment. In other words, I was was some, there was something I needed to change in order for things to go right, which is still part of the metaphysics. I mean, in the sense that uh, we are creating our own reality with our thoughts. But one thing they've been introducing recently is a new thought, a new understanding that 
that contrast that when things are going quote unquote wrong, that actually those experiences might be orchestrated by source, our broader self, that our high self is actually finding a way um, to bring in obstacles, if you will, that will allow us to um, to evolve and to become more and more who we are. And that was kind of a new concept for me. You know, Heather, I was, I was thinking, oh, wow, it, in a way, it kind of gave me kind of a bit of a relief again. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe there's nothing I'm doing wrong here. <laughs> I just have to relax and see hmm. where this is going. You know? Yeah. And not be so caught up in, uh, you know, how many uh, meditation sessions or how many affirmations do I have to do to get myself out of here? Um, or what have I done wrong to get here? And that even things um, that happen physically uh, can be orchestrated by a broader understanding that um, that this too, there's nothing to get crazy about here, that the body and the mind are evolving and going through stages and changes and, and things can happen that, uh, that will allow us to, to just sort of trust. I mean, I, I always love when, um, you know, Abraham talks about Jesus quite a bit and, and as a teacher, um, that, that he just didn't freak out in the midst of things going terribly wrong. Yeah. You know? I mean, leprosy people. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if Jesus can look at leprosy and not freak out, (laughs) you know what I mean? I think we we can can, do anything. I think we can take a breath when we can't pay the rent. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, it's going to come from somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know how. I don't know when. But it's going to come. And and I think that, uh, you know, I love that idea that, um, that we don't freak out in the midst of things happening because we can we can know that there's an inner trust. So we're going to, uh, we're going to go to an Abraham workshop and just play you a little morsel, a little appetizer. And of course we encourage you wholeheartedly to go to the Abraham hyphen Hicks.com website. It's www Abraham hyphen Hicks.com website and buy everything they, that they sell. It's just so worth it. You're just going to love it. And, um, and, and really, uh, I think what we're able to see in in this little bit of a, uh, a snippet from this workshop is the truth of what's really happening in the midst of what might look like things going terribly wrong. So let's give a listen. Here we go. I'm looking forward to being able more and more and more um, keeping my balance around contrast. I was one of the guys who was not lying at the beginning of the workshop because I don't like it at the moment. The contrast. Mm. Um, it's just minor things. I know that my basic grid is filling in with well-being from all different, you know, all, different, all kind of different things. But I do attract what worrying you, people. What you may be saying to us, and and we're going to take this conversation into a place it has never been before. Oh, yes. We're just going to settle in here and and have fun with this because this is where this conversation of deliberate creation has now evolved to. We've been saying for a long time that contrast is all part of it. And you all take it to mean that you have to put up with what is not wanted in order to understand what is wanted. But consider for a moment, just let this sentiment settle into you so that you can really feel it in the way that we mean it. What if the very contrast that you think you don't want is a gift of the vortex moving into your grid what if it is the grid filling in 
with the next logical step, given the whole of who you are and what you want. Are you following? In other words, what if the contrast that you think you don't want is not something unwanted, you're not being tested by it, it's a piece of information, it's a piece of experience in order to help you formulate with greater clarity what you are wanting. And, and since you are expanding beings, since we are all eternal beings, then don't you think it's time for us to embrace the contrast? And in doing so, don't you think it's time to embrace your own worthiness and to stop condemning yourself when you stand in a place that you or someone else would deem not perfect? Don't you want to say those beatings or that experience, that thing I thought that I did not want was something attracted by the best part of me, not attracted by the worst part of me. That's the piece that we wanted to stick in here. Because you keep thinking that when contrast comes, that it's, it's an indication of something that you've done wrong, when it never is. It's an indication of something else that you are doing right on your continuing path of eternal evolution, you see. And in the moment you embrace the contrast is a good thing as part of the process, as clarifying, not frustrating, or as... All right, I just got to take a break there. Mm. <laughs> there was so much they said in that minute. I just got to break break it down, and we'll go back to it in a second. But, but I think that one thing that I love that they do, and it kind of gives me chills every time they do it, is when they say, okay, we're going to take this conversation somewhere it's never been before. I just, <laughs> I'm almost like, all right, get ready, right? This is it. Listen. Listen closely. So clearly they're trying to help us understand that contrast is prop part of it. And again, you know, contrast is a word that Abraham uses a lot. And those of you who are not uh, familiar with their teachings, what they're talking about is, you know, when things look like they're going in a way that you don't want versus what you want. When, you know, when you get the thing that's happening that frustrates you or, or brings up the, the negative emotion or the things that, um, you know, it's the opposite of what you, what you think you want. And, and that, there was just a moment where they think they were trying to pause and deliver the news that contrast is a gift of mm -hmm. the vortex moving in. I mean, what do you think, Heather, when you heard that? Well, and it, I've I was working with a client right before our show tonight, and this is the this is what we we really work on. Is I have always said to them that if we want to get to what we do want, it's so much easier when we go through what we don't want first because when we when we know what we don't want we really know what we do want but if we just had to start with what we do want we're like uh i'm not really sure right but when you get when you have this i i had this terrible thing i didn't i don't want that at all it's like oh hallelujah it's such a gift to know what it is i don't want so it's it really does make sense that in order to get what we want, we have to have what we don't want first because that's how we're going to expand and move through things, flow easily and nicely. Yeah, exactly. It truly is part of the plan. I think sometimes um, we think that maybe when contrast happens that our path is being, you know, somehow uh, slowed down or that we're stuck. You know? Well, and I think that's the key. The key is right there that we don't stop, that yeah. we keep going because 
when we stop and then we stay in the resistance and we stay in like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I so don't want this. You know, then we just can't keep going. But we're, but when we say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I know I don't want this because now I can just move right on over here to that which I'm wanting. And I'm so, you know, just staying in the flow. Yeah. And I, I love what they said, you know, can you imagine allowing something happening and just saying to yourself, okay, this is part of the next logical step. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know when, but this is somehow part of the next logical step. Because the fact is, um, you know, contrast is not going away, uh, not on <laughs> planet Earth. I mean, yeah, when we make our transition into that great glory beyond, all contrast does subside. But while you're in physical, it's never going to stop. So uh, you can't control circumstances enough. You cannot go around uh, patching all the holes in order for uh, and then talk about really having no fun. Um, Right. You know, just forgetting the fact that and I think they really nailed it there is is that if we can really embrace that everything that's happening in our life take a breath, is part of the plan. There is pieces of information in everything that's happening in our lives that is about our own expansion, which we've asked for in a very deep and considerate way. And if we can embrace, okay, maybe embrace a big word for you right now. Maybe that's too much. But maybe if we could just come to peace with Mm -hmm. the fact that you have not jumped off the boat, that you not are outside of God's plan, that you are not outside of the, you know, spirit's evolution. You're actually right in the eye of it when you're going through the contrast, you know? Yeah. You're in the eye of that creative hurricane that is spinning you into another reality, another way of seeing who you are and why you're here. So I think the key to that, to really allowing it is to stop the condemnation. Why am I still here? Why is this guy still here? Why is this happening? Why is this job still? Why is my money issues? Just stop the condemning. I I really think that's step one, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, and, and I, and to stop saying I'm in the wrong place. You're never in the wrong place. And you know how you know? Because you're there. (laughs) (laughs) I love how they said, too, it's not about just getting through this part so you can get to the good stuff. You know, it, it, this is the good stuff. You know, the contrast is something to look forward to and enjoy the process of letting it all unfold in front of you, even though you have no idea how it's going to unfold and what's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, I do think having gone through some pretty big juicy contrast in the last couple of months myself, that one of the things that's helped me so much is first and foremost, knowing the law. I know how this works. I've studied it. I understand it. So it's really, I'm so appreciative of having the knowledge that I have. And I bless all the teachers that have come into my path that have allowed me to to stand on this understanding of the law and how things work and how, how creation works. But breathing in the midst of the contrast happening has really for me been a saving grace. Mm-hmm. Just taking that deep breath as the email is unfolding, as whoever is saying what they are saying is unfolding, just taking a breath and just remembering that all is perfectly aligned for your expansion, that no one can take away your good. 
that no one or nothing can stop your good from coming. And that anything that looks like that is pure illusion. And just to have this moment of, of, of having your own personal practice of releasing in the moment um, to that broader knowing. And I find the breath is it's just a, an exquisite way to do that, you know. And I've actually gotten that message that the breath is the thing that can that bridges the physical to the non-physical. And so when I breathe, I'm feeling that alignment between my spirit and my body. And it's like that's ands and being the and being source, you know, the source is us and we are source. And so breathing in that intention just brings it all together. Oh, Heather, I love that. I love that. Um, that's the everyday takeaway right there. It always, usually happens somewhere in the hour and usually in the second part where we get the everyday takeaway. So everyone write that down. <laughs> the breath really is that which connects the physical and the non-physical. And in the moment, if we can take that deep breath and remember that broader knowing, the ride will get easier. It's still going to be a ride, which means there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. Otherwise, it wouldn't feel like momentum. Um, but just have that practice in your wheelhouse can <laughs> just really make the difference between, you know, having a good old fashioned freak out and being present to yourself through the expansion point, um, even though it can be painful, you know. I just had the visual when you said ride. I just had the visual of the roller coaster. Who likes to stand in line for two hours and wait on a ride that just goes straight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good, right? Exactly. He's like, that was it. Thank you, folks. Get off. <laughs> exit <What>? Exit <laughs> to the left. Your ride is over. <laughs> exactly. We're here for the thrill of it. We're here for the ups and the downs. Um, and, and, you know, speaking of roller coasters, we've talked about this before on the show, but I always have to bring it up whenever we talk about roller coasters is that, you know, a roller coaster is only fun because you know it's safe ultimately. If you didn't know it was safe, if you if you thought that you could get thrown out, you wouldn't get on the roller coaster. So there is a part of us that knows we're safe, that yeah. knows that we're surrounded. My God, we're on a blue ball in the middle of space, spinning in perfect proximity. <laughs> There's a part of you that is releasing to the broader knowing. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be freaking out right now. You know, so we, we get to have that moment um, where we can uh, truly, truly enjoy some of the fact that we are uh, very much alive and, and going through expansion points. So let's jump back for a little bit more juicy morsel from this workshop. Again, we're listening to a little appetizer from Abraham Hicks workshop, and you can go find all of their wonderful things at abraham-hicks.com. Here we go. Stimulating, not embarrassing or as valuable, not off the track, as on the track, not off the track. I get that, but then if I get physical challenges because of it, then I'm thinking, hey, I am doing something wrong because I'm putting sticks in my wheel. Well, the physical challenges only mean, in other words, if the more it manifests, it just means you didn't catch the early indicators and you, you needed the necessary contrast to get bigger in order to help you to come to a more determined okay, statement. Okay, I'm, I'm laughing about myself because I do see that I'm doing, I'm, 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 uh, I'm aware of it happening and I'm, I'm able to push You're it away. You're doing everything right except asking this question from the standpoint that you should should stop that. 
You see what we're getting at? Yeah. In other words, why not say, this is how my life works. This is how my life works, and it's working really well for me. And I wouldn't trade any of it because I'm having such a robust, frolicking good time in the process. Can you hear that? Can you feel that? Somebody convinced you along your physical trail that you are here and that you ought to be over there and that you should go directly there and you should do it now. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. And that was a flawed premise. Because the actuality of it, what you knew from your broader non-physical perspective is here you are and blessed that is over there and oh, is it ever going to be joyful on your way over there? Joyful, Abraham. What if I have to go through unwanted things? What if I have sadness? What if I have sickness? What if I experience unwanted things? That doesn't sound very much like deliberate creation. Sounds like focusing to us. And what if it is? Sounds like defining to us. Sounds like clarifying to us. Sounds like launching new rockets to us. Sounds like the reason that you came into this experience to us. You didn't say, I'll go, but I want to go into a feathered nest. Feather my nest and then I'll go. But I I'll be bored, but I'll get over it. But, but Abraham, I, I know all that. I we know, know you that. know. Yeah, yeah, but, but there's something but, you don't know. Let's no, figure no. out what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's not my contrast, but if it's the people around me that are, are having contrast and they wanting to hear my version of dealing with the contrast, and then when I tell them how to deal with the contrast, they don't want to listen to it because they want me to commiserate, and then I retreat myself from it, and then they are pissed off at me because I'm not a commiserating person that I used to be. I used to be so empathetic, and now I'm so disappointed to my parents because I'm not but, listening but, to but, their agony here's, anymore, here's, and here's, I love them very much. And I, I get so tired. Everyone's relating. So here's our question to you. And then people think I'm cold, egoistical. <laughs> and, egoist, and I say, yeah, I am. And I'm enjoying it. See, <laughs> which is fine with colleagues or with uh, people that are but not my see, close friends. But you see, there's a mother. very big piece of this that you're leaving out of your explanation. But you're going to give it to me. Now. Yeah. Ah, we're going to give it to you. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. See, it's always them. It's always them, Heather. It's never us. It's all about them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it go. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life. Only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Heather and Ray. Uh, we are talking about being in the midst of contrast and trying not to blame it on everyone else. <laughs> right before the break, we were listening to a little bit of an Abraham workshop where uh, a gentleman in the hot seat, which is what they call someone who stands before them and asks questions of this wonderful human life. And wasn't that just sort of classic in that, that last segment where they were talking about, you know, um, yeah, well, it's not me, it's them. It's their problem. <laughs> They're keep bugging me <laughs> if they would just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it was only that So easy. funny. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's really great to laugh at ourselves. But they also said in that last segment that, you know, we're never off our path. And, and I really want to hone in on that for a moment because I think a lot of times we tell the story that somehow we're off our path, you know, because we think that something's not happening uh, the way that it should be. And I, I just like you know, putting that in my metaphysical pocket of principle that says, I'm always on my right path. I'm always where I need to be for the expansion point that wants me. You know, it's such a relief to know that um, and to not second guess oneself. I'm so appreciative of that knowledge that, you know, we're not here for the straight line, as we talked about before. We're not here for the coaster that doesn't go up and down, <laughs> you know, and it, but it is such a fall, a, a flawed premise. And, and I love when they bring up flawed premises because I think it wakes us up to some belief systems that don't serve us anymore that says, I'm at point A, I want to get to point B, and it's a straight line. And if it's not a straight line, something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just releasing that and saying, yeah, I kick it up. And sometimes I kick it up big. And sometimes the bigger manifester you are, the bigger contraster you are. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think what's interesting for me is that as I've become moving through this, I'm enjoying the contrast so much that people are like, oh, I'm going through so much contrast in my life right now. And people are like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, this is fun, man. I'm alive. I'm vibrant. You know, like you can just feel every moment. It just very, I don't know. I exciting. have, you know what? I have to attest that you are telling the truth because I've watched you go through some stuff and you I mean, it's not like you're superhuman or something. You have your moments, but I really see how fast you turn it around and how you're willing to um, just give it up and let it happen. And I've seen, you know, where things that logically couldn't happen do for you and for me, because, because yeah. there is a magic that takes over when we release to this idea that we don't have it right. When we have it right, even though we don't know how or where or when or who, if you have that sort of basic principle that, and here goes, thank you, Jerry, um, things always work out for me. Um, boy, you can really be present in a way that, uh, that you can't be otherwise. You simply can't enjoy the process. Um, if there's always this, this idea that somehow you've gotten it wrong and you're off your path, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like what you're, they were just talking about, what about these other people that want me to commiserate with them? And, you know, I'm, I'm becoming a single mom and I'm moving into this small place. And I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh, you know, this and this and this and you poor thing. And I was thinking, good thing I don't believe that because <laughs> I'd be like miserable right now after I just, you know, got their perspective or their perception. Because I'm like, I don't see that myself you know I see all these possibilities and all these great things happening and you know but it's all the it's all our perception yes it's everything the attitude that you choose is absolutely everything in that sense and you're right you know you're almost like okay gotta go thanks for (laughs) thanks for everything gotta go now (laughs) because you really do want to understand that um that when you have fear when we hold fear, then we can't have faith. I mean, you can't hold mm. fear and faith at the same time. And I'm so happy that, that the mind and the body can't hold those opposite vibrations at the same time. It would be confusing if they did. It would be confusing. <laughs> difficult too. But I just love that we get to choose in, in moment to moment um, what we're going to pay attention to, what we're going to feed our blessed, powerful attention um, how we're going to spin things. I think that there is an art of the metaphysical spin on how we deal with contrast that is, it is an art form, you know, truly, because there's so many ways to tell a bad story and so few ways um, often in our culture to to see the potential in a situation, to see the possibility. Um, we tend to really focus in on, on, you know, what's not happening and why things are so bad in the situation. But if we could start to and, and build that muscle where we have to be real, we have to be authentic, we have to be present with our emotions. But in the moment that we're able to see some sort of light, um, as we start to n- sort of nip at the heels of hope, that we begin to tell a different type of story, we begin to see and be the vibration of the solution, um, that which is coming, that which has been asked for, and not um, that which launched the problem. There, There's just such a fundamentally different state of consciousness when you decide I'm going to be part of the solution. And the tough part, and it, it can be difficult to let go of, is the commiserating with the situation with others. There is a, mm-hmm. a mediocrity of connection that happens when we commiserate, but it's so mediocre compared to the alignment and bliss when we connect on that higher level, you know? Yeah. Uh, And it can feel like connection, but it's pseudo connection. It really is um, not the true stuff. It's not the real stuff. Um, But, but, you know, allow, but also allowing people to be where they are. And, and that's a little bit of the next segment that I want to play just for a moment. Um, Because it really is not about changing someone where they are um, as they're commiserating or being in the contrast with you. Um, it really, truly is more about allowing them to have their experience, too. So let's jump back and listen to a little bit more of this hilarity from mm-hmm. this Abraham Hicks workshop. Here we go. And that really big piece that you're leaving out of it is that it bothers you when they are upset with you. Mm. How can I, how can I Therefore, stop that? Therefore, you're not where you think you are. <laughs> In other words... In other words, yeah. not commiserating with them is one thing. Commiserating about them after the fact is another thing. And that's what you're doing here. 
You're commiserating about them after the fact. In other words, True. you are bothered. And, yeah. until, and until you're not bothered by them yeah. being bothered, you yeah. haven't figured it out. True. That helped me figure it out. I am still bothered. I know I'm bothered. And I'm laying in my bed. I'm bothered. Well, what it really comes... What it really comes, what it really comes down to is, if when you're standing in a place where you are really in alignment, you don't mind their discord. I know. Because because your alignment. I'm so be, not aligned then. But you see. But you see. And that pisses me reason, off too. The reason that you're the reason that you're not aligned with their discord is because you're not aligned with your discord. The whole reason that it irritates you is because what they do takes you out of your alignment. True, yeah. And so this is what this whole last segment has been about, is making peace with wherever you are. Yeah. Stop the judgment on yourself. And in the moment that you stop the judgment about the rightness or the wrongness of where you are, then you'll be able to be more forgiving relative to where they are. And once you get that little piece into it, in other words, you'll actually look forward to a meaty conversation that will take you into another place of clarity. And you'll find yourself, you'll almost be saying, come on, bring it to me, bring it to me, give me your best punches, give me your best whatever you've got, because I'm standing here in this place of such alignment that you will not take me off my vibrational steadiness no matter what's going on with you. In other words, I'm going to be the one that dominates the vibration here, because I know these things. I know, first of all, that all is well, even that stuff that you think isn't. <laughs> you're not going to take me away from my alignment because I'm not acknowledging that you're doing something wrong in your misalignment. And that's the piece. Okay. That's the piece. Ooh, the that. te- yes, you did. Because the teacher to the very core of your being, you see, you keep thinking that what your world is about, we are teachers too. You keep thinking that what your world is about is bringing everyone to a perfect place where there will no longer be any discord no, or, where there will, or where there will never be any negative emotion or where they will not voice their negative emotion to you. That if they're voicing their negative emotion to you, then it is symptomatic of what's wrong with them and therefore what's wrong with you. Right. But what about a teacher? that is standing in a place of attracting those who are wanting the next and the next and the next and the next and the next. Mm-hmm. You have to make peace with their discord, but before you can make peace with their discord, you have to make peace with your discord. And that's what we've been talking about all day here today. It's not a wrong thing to feel negative emotion. Oh, I am so upset that I have sensors in my hands that tell me about this hot stove. As soon as I get away from this hot stove and as soon as the skin grows back, I'm going, I'm going to have asbestos pads sewn to the palm of my hands and to my side also, because never again is this hot stove going to bother me and I'm also to make it less painful I'm going to inject some painkiller some novocaine or something into my hands so that this is not such an uncomfortable thing or we say or here's a really good idea you could not touch a hot stove stove I condemn you for your hotness (laughs) you need to cease to be because I can't control myself myself therefore you need to cease being hot because if you weren't hot I could never get hurt if you weren't negative I could never feel negative emotion but I I can learn to keep my distance I can benefit by the stove Mm -hmm. I can benefit by the contrast that someone is living Mm -hmm. I can understand that it's contrast that they are living that they are bringing to me Mm -hmm. I can bring them benefit by shining a brighter light on it Mm -hmm. I can acknowledge the perfection that we are all living in 
And so these are the steps to do that. And you think you know this, but we're going to say them anyway. Yeah, you yeah. have to accept that you are an eternal being and that you are always changing and expanding. Right. And if you are going to accept that premise, then you have to joyfully accept contrast. And if you're joyfully accepting contrast, then you have to accept it from everyone around you as well, you yeah. see. Where did you get to this place? We're speaking to all of you, but especially to you. To this, <laughs> to this place of demanding such perfection from yourself. Because words, I have felt perfection from myself, and I want to see, keep on. In what regard have you felt perfection regard. from yourself? Physical well-being, financial well-being, um, meeting with people, um, um, casual encounters. Yes, yes, food, yes, yes, yes. We don't disagree everything. with any of this, but perfection means endedness, and you are ah, not ever going to be done. Thank you. You're always reaching for something that is more. Therefore, you can't be perfect. You can't be done. You've got to reach for more, and so you do need contrast. And some of those buggers are bringing it yeah, to you, yeah. but you're condemning the fact that they're bringing it to you because you are demanding perfection. You have this flawed premise that says, I should always be perfect. Our response back to that is, you're not ever going to be. No. You're not ever going to be. There's so, always so going to be more where, that you can be. So where comes the part in that I summoned too much energy so that I became sick last week? Two days before this workshop, I was in bed with fever. I decided I'll just ignore it. I'll come anyway. Not wild horses could keep me from meeting with you. And here I am, and I feel fine. But so what is the part where I summon too much energy? So I demanded too much perfection of myself. I didn't line up with the perfection of that. Or, you know what I mean? I'm sure you can read my question better, better than I can tell it in my poor English. There are two, three, four, five, six, seven flawed premises in that statement. <laughs> take us longer than we have to unravel it also. Can you write them to me? <laughs> we can give them to you here quickly. Okay, so, yes. overwhelmment mm -hmm. is the emotional state of being that you feel when you are summoning more energy than you are up to speed with. Mm -hmm. That's logical, isn't it? Yes. If you're summoning more than you are personally, vibrationally up to speed with, then you feel overwhelmed. When that overwhelmment causes you to focus your attention upon other factors or other people that you are then blaming for the overwhelmment, mm -hmm. then it begins a momentum that equals sickness. <laughs> In other words, we're speaking. Ah, that's some juicy stuff there. I love that so much and so much fun along the way. Um, let's backtrack a little bit on that that last part of the of the workshop. And again, that was an Abraham um, workshop that you actually was a re recent one in 2013 that happened in Orlando, Florida. So you can check out that that full workshop and benefit from it. But I, I really love this idea that, um, you know, there is no such thing as perfection, mm -hmm. you know, and that we can be the dominant vibration knowing that all is well and yet letting it be okay that people are not in a perfect place. Well, what's so funny about that is that, <laughs> that those of us who, and this used to be me before all of this, believed in perfection it's like well 
I don't want to think that I can't be perfect. (laughs) Like there's some anger and like, don't tell me I can't be perfect. This would have been striving for my whole entire life. Now you're going to tell me it's not even possible. And you're going to tell me my whole life I've been striving for something that's not even possible. That can't be right. It's got to be wrong. (laughs) I know. It's truly a come to Jesus moment, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. It really is. And yet it makes sense from a principle point, because if you're an eternal being, You're always going to be changing and expanding. And so there's going to have to be things that are not where they are going to be. I mean, that's just the natural part of eternalness, that it's never done. There is no endedness. So if there is no endedness, there can be no perfection. So there is that relief factor that says you're on your way, no -hmm. matter what's happening, no matter how deep it's gotten, no matter where um, you have come from, you are on your way. And there is a peace that passes all understanding when you come into that knowing. And when you release the striving, you release the perfectionism, you release the need to control anyone or anything, you let them be the divine being that they are in their own relationship with God. I think it's so funny about judgment is that here we are, you know, having this profound connection with our broader knowing, and yet we think that other guy don't got that. He's also (laughs) in his way, in her way, connecting with her broader knowing. And I think it's trusting and loving that. Well, believe it or not, we've come to the end of our hour. And I thank you so much, Heather. I just am enjoying this time with you so much. I can't, words cannot even express how much I appreciate you. And if you would like to connect with Heather, she does um, do one-on-one, um, Uh, sessions with people who are looking for a more clear definition and more clear understanding um, from this gorgeous perspective that we've been talking about this hour. And you can check out her website at resetyourmindset.net, resetyourmindset.net. And I hope you take advantage of her and advantage of her knowing. Don't take (laughs) advantage of her. (laughs) Just her knowing. Lots of love, Heather. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we thank you for spending this time with us as we go together into this expansion point. There is great love for you here and Mm. all is well. See you you next time. Thanks, Ray. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. 
we will discuss through lecture, live interviews, and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.